Uncoordinated, episode 166, SSD, Common Accommodations. Greetings, AP Coordinators. I'm Derek Kometa. And I'm Rachel McBride. And you're listening to... Coordinated, the podcast for AP Coordinators. Thanks for joining the conversation, collaboration, and, of course, coordination. Hello again, Rachel. Well, hello, Derek. Are your vocal cords warmed up? Are you ready to begin a nine-part mini-series? Nine parts, something we've never tried before (laughs) on Coordinated. I, I mean, that's longer than some Netflix series. In fact, we could call it a six-part series with 50% extended time. <laughs> <laughs> the play on words is starting already. You know it. So what's our topic? As if I didn't know, it must be something of great interest to AP coordinators and a topic that impacts nearly everyone. Rachel, I have the topic for you. Our new miniseries is on, drumroll please, SSD, Services for Students with Disabilities, from an AP coordinator's perspective, of course. Oof, I don't know, nine episodes might not be enough. (laughs) (laughs) Right, but we're going to make it happen, we're going to make it happen. It is an extended topic with lots to cover. So let's break it down into uh, smaller conversations to keep the information tight and focused. Sound good? Sounds good. Let's get started with... A definition, or perhaps even better, definitions plural. Yes, please. I love definitions. (laughs) (laughs) So today we are going to talk about quote-unquote common SSD accommodations. And for the sake of this conversation, we're going to talk about the accommodations that we've personally had the most experience with at our schools. Those accommodations are extended time, extra breaks, extended breaks, and breaks as needed. Rachel, I need a quick break. (laughs) Can you please tell us about extended time? Sure thing. With an accommodation for extended time, students can receive either time and one half or double time. That's an additional 50% or an additional 100% extended time to complete their AP exam. Uh, What about extra breaks? Extra breaks is another common accommodation. Students approved for extra breaks are to be given five minutes between the portions of the exam that do not already have scheduled breaks. And on that same note, there is a separate accommodation for extended breaks. Not to be confused (laughs) with extra breaks. Right. So students approved for extended breaks should be given twice the time of regularly scheduled breaks. And students approved for extra and extended breaks should be given twice the time of regularly scheduled and extra breaks. 
And just to test everyone's <laughs> listening skills, we also have breaks as needed. Some medical conditions require unscheduled breaks for students. So when a student is approved for breaks as needed, they may break during any section of the exam. A 10-minute break is usually sufficient. However, if a student requests additional time, the proctor should grant the request within reason. The break time does not count toward testing time. Whew. We are we are just getting started and I already need another break. Just kidding. Okay. Uh now that we have laid a little foundation, here is here's my question, Rachel. How do accommodations such as these impact your role as AP coordinator, specifically as you prepare for testing? Good question. In a nutshell, I plan for extra testing rooms and extra proctors. That's the main impact on preparation for testing day. I also want to clearly understand and ensure my proctors clearly understand how to administer these exam sessions and the subtle differences between the accommodations. Breaks as needed, extended breaks, and extra breaks can easily be mixed up. Understandable. So what is the plan? Can you share some steps to help ensure exam administration goes smoothly? Absolutely. First, I work with the SSD coordinator at my school. Sometimes the AP coordinator is also the SSD coordinator. I used to be both, but now the SSD coordinator is a colleague of mine and I am so grateful for her. So the SSD coordinator and I come up with a plan to ensure that everyone who is eligible to apply for accommodations has the opportunity. The deadline for submitting a request was back in January. However, if there are any requests from students or parents after that, we still submit them. Despite being after the deadline, they may be approved in time for testing. Also, since I am not the SSD coordinator at my school, I sit down with my SSD coordinator and compare lists. And that means mm, lists. Uh, wait, when you say <laughs> list, I'm assuming your list comes from AP registration and ordering. And, and the SSD coordinator's list comes from SSD online. We double check those two lists. It's important to double check which students have accommodations and what their specific accommodations are. How about some best practices? Wow, okay. There are a few things that immediately come to mind. Students with the approved accommodations that we're highlighting in this conversation must be in a separate testing room from those students who do not have accommodations. We cannot have the proctor reading instructions to some students while others are testing. Everyone in the testing room must follow the same timing and proctor instructions. That's a great point. I will add, or maybe I should say that I'll extend the point <laughs> by mentioning that we can group students who are taking the same exam subject with the same accommodation together. That 
sounded really confusing. <laughs> what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say is this, Rachel. If you have five students for AP US history and those same five students are all approved for 50% extended time, well, in that case, all five students can be in the same testing room with the same proctor. And there's more. Students with extended time accommodations do not have to use the entire extended time. However, they must use at least the standard time. So if the standard time is one hour and they have 50% extended time, they can use up to one and a half hours. However, if they finish after 65 minutes, they can go on to the next section or end the exam session if it's the last section. That's because they already used the minimum standard time of one hour. On the other hand, if a student finishes in 45 minutes, they cannot go on until the entire one hour of standard time is up. And if more than one student is testing in that room, students may not move on to the next section or be dismissed if it is the last section until everyone has completed that section. Again, everyone in the testing room must be on the same timing schedule, which is why (laughs) they are in a separate room to begin with. Anything else? Actually, and bear with me, I do have one more. Since most of these extended time testing rooms will probably have only one proctor, make sure you have a way to give breaks to the proctor as well. These students could be testing for four and a half to six hours, perhaps even missing lunch. And that's a long time. So I like to make sure I remind the student to bring additional snacks to have during the break or perhaps even their own lunch if it's a morning exam. Providing healthy snacks is never a bad idea if that's a possibility. <laughs> that is that is an excellent point. Some coordinators have amazing colleagues who run over to the cafeteria to pick up a lunch for the student if they are on a free lunch program as well. That is first class <laughs> AP coordinator service. All part of the job, Derek. It's all about supporting our AP students. It is. Uh, sounds like it is also summary time. Let's hear it. One, several of the more common accommodations require students with those accommodations to test in a separate location with a separate proctor. Two, students with the exact same accommodation may test in the same testing location together for the same exam. And three, this one is key, students with extended time must always use the minimum amount of time for each section. That is the standard time. However, they are not required to use all of their extended time. A lot to consider, Rachel. (laughs) And for that reason, please review my best friend, the AP Coordinator's Manual, Part 2. The information we covered today and much more can be found there. Link in the show notes. Thanks, Rachel. And thanks, everyone, for joining us. 
Believe it or not, that's only part one of our nine-part series. Join us next week when we talk about some other accommodations that you may occasionally experience. The beat goes on and on. We'll talk with you soon. Coordinated is presented by the AP Program and the AP Coordinator Experience Team. We thank Jackie Ray for our theme song, Good As Gold. Jackie is a former AP Music Theory student at Oakton High School in Vienna, Virginia. Additional vocal support by myself, Carly Suge, AP Coordinator at Costa Mesa High School in Southern California. AP Coordinators, we cannot say it enough. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. And for all your support of AP students, you are truly good as gold. Oh.